What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 595th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. I thought we were in the 400 still. We've done too <laughs> many. Pulled it from the clutches of defeat. Too many of these episodes. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. I am here, and I am actually genuinely super excited for the DLC this week. Uh, Greg also here. I am here, and I am not excited for the DLC this week. There was a four and a half minute trailer mm-hmm. uh, that came out this week. So that means for every one minute, we're going to spend an hour analyzing and breaking down the the trailer. That's how that works. <laughs> but before we get to everything in that trailer, it is it is officially once again the year of Cryagonal. And I just wanted to say that event yesterday was very good for what it was. <laughs> yeah, relatively simple, but it seemed like almost everyone got a shiny out of it if they played it. Yeah, I, I only played. Uh, I was gifted the not by Niantic. Somebody on my friends list gifted me <laughs> a ticket to the event, which I think was like two bucks or something. Uh, it just gave you the quest line twice. Uh, so you would get 10 step research, 40 cryogenal total if you paid for it you would get 80 cryogenal total and like most pokemon go events you loved it if you got a shiny and it was the worst event ever if you didn't get a shiny (laughs) well i didn't so it's the worst ever yeah oh yeah it was two dollars okay but it was nice because like uh even if you didn't get a shiny like i turned on a lucky egg because they had two times xp for nice great excellent and i personally found cryogenal to be easy to excellent yeah, it's one of those bigger Pokemon. So I just wanted, I, I did not want to start our episode without acknowledging the year of Cryagonal. They've been going into those catch mastery events more and more for the last couple of years. I think it's because they want to have the events only be accessible to people who aren't playing solely with a plus or a plus plus or any of those devices. Oh, right, 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 where right. They want you to actually be there catching the Pokemon by throwing the Pokeball. <laughs> Please play the game we want you, how we want you to play. Please. The big news here. That was it. I, I just wanted I just wanted to talk about Cryagonal for like 45 seconds. <laughs> okay, so this is off the this is the press release December 7th. Today the Pokemon Company International announced more details on the hidden treasure of Area Zero Part 2, the Indigo Disc DLC for the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet video games. That is how they would word that very long game. Mm-hmm. We made. We need to make sure we use every title possible. <laughs> the Indigo Disc launches exclusively on the Nintendo Switch family of systems on December 14th. We don't have a date for the record. We can assume or just guess that it's going to be like how they did the Teal Mask, uh, which was UTC time. Or, or sorry, not UTC time. It was 10 a.m. Japan time, I believe is when it came out, which, I don't know, do the math on that. It was, that was like 8 p.m. U.S. Central Time or something. Yeah, something like that. I just want to remind people like, that the Crown Tundra and the Isle of Armor did not come out at the same time. They were very different times. So, <laughs> again, we can assume that maybe it comes out at the same time, but we don't have a time as of now. They showed a new cinematic trailer. Their press release is incredibly short for... The website. <laughs> Can we start with the weird? Let's start with the weird thing. They showed sure. a brand new mechanic. 
Yep. <laughs> it's called the Synchro Machine. This Poke is what we're Park gonna... 3. It's Poke <laughs> Park 3. But Poke Park's bad. Like, <laughs> I don't... It's not, though. Once, <laughs> once players progress far enough in their adventure of the hidden area, the hidden treasure of Area Zero, Part 2, the Indigo Disc, they will be able to use the device called the Synchro Machine to see the world in the eyes of their Pokemon. While the Synchro Machine... While synchronized with one of their Pokemon, they can move around and battle wild Pokemon, a fresh way to play the game. It appears that the device is a prototype. Players can use it once they help the scientist in the terrarium with her research. So just like a, a super fun fact, this was the lady that Nintendo told me not to talk to. I was oh. like, I was like, oh, like she has cool hair and she's standing next to this <laughs> giant computer. Let me talk to her. And they were like, do not talk to that do woman. Do not talk to her. <laughs> Get away from her. They were like, don't talk to that. I was like, okay. Uh, so <laughs> do they, not I talk. Didn't, I didn't know anything about this. This was not like on the embargo. They, they didn't say anything about this. The, this the, I, uh, to be cynical for a second, what's the point? <laughs> what? That, it, that's not cynical. That is a valid question. What is the point? It feels like they had a bigger idea. And then they're like, oh, n nothing works right. Uh, to we're be gonna... fair, that's how most of this game feels. Valid. This one in particular, where it's just like, why? Like, even one, was anybody asking for it? Like, I don't think so. And two, what does it do? It just feels like a weird, like, even as half-baked as most of the things they've done in this game, this feels like a quarter-baked. Yeah, uh, like... <laughs> It's just weird. Like, usually you want to do something in a game that gives you some sort of reward. So, like, you you could... I'm not, I'm not saying that this is good, but the reason you would want to, like, brush your Pokemon and then shampoo them, which... And rinse them off in the game is because it, it does increase the happiness. And that might be, like, your preferred way to increase the happiness. So, like, is this mode a faster way to get the snow runt snot or like absol livers <laughs> like it, is it faster to do that uh what, what are we doing here yeah what what are we getting out of it like how far can we explore can i like it's only in the terrarium right so you can only be right. a pokemon in the terrarium so can i explore the whole terrarium if i am exploring what happens when like a shiny shows up i'm sure those questions will be answered when we get it but I'm just curious. Here's the thing, though. There's, like, useless things in, like, all Pokemon games. Like, mm -hmm. there's a photography mode in Sun and Moon. What did it do? Actually, nothing. <laughs> like, you had to, like, force tutorial it. There was other things to do in, like, Ruby and Sapphire. You had a contest. Mm -hmm. Contest gave you ribbons. Like, there, it, it was, like, a deeper mechanic. This doesn't seem very deep. But, like, when it comes to, like, useless things, like the photography mode, I think being your favorite Pokemon is more interesting. Like, if it, like there is probably, hopefully, fingers crossed, if I'm assuming this is going to be, like, semi-decent, there should be a difference between being a Pikachu and then being a Joltik, a very, very tiny Pokemon, and being a Slowpoke, a very, very slow Pokemon, and then, like, being a Rayquaza, a Pokemon that can fly. Ideally... Those four Pokemon I just named should feel different. And that's mm -hmm. kind of cool. If they all feel different. If. 
Let's remember the Ekans animation. Well, that was BDSP. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look. Yeah, it's better in these games, slightly. I'm just saying, let's let's tamper down our expectations. And it says you can do that with other people. So that's mm-hmm. cool. But again, what what are we doing together? Like right. if they're saying that this is like a way to get Herba Mystica or this is a way to get star pieces, like even if it was like this is a way to get money faster, I think some people would be like, oh my gosh, I don't have to like auto battle the Elite Four or the ch- the champ the Paldea tournament over and over yeah. again. Like we have now. I honestly I think just picking up items off the teal mask is a faster way to get money at this point. <laughs> but <laughs> it can be cool. And I hope it's cool, but I feel like when you show a new feature and you're like, you can be any Pokemon you want, which they didn't say in this. They did say in the Japanese like Q&A thing that you could be any Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, including us, we just want to know why. <laughs> like, yeah, I just want to know why. I mean, it looks cool. It looks like a thing that, that'll be fun for at least a, a few minute. Pokemon, and then you could be good. Kind of like Ogre Aston was. Unless you went real hard and tried to get that final prize on it. Yeah, well, like, Ogre, I was seeing you could be like, well, I want to beat my own score. Like, there, there, is a, there is, like, a score thing there, and there is, like, a game that you can actually get better at. I don't True. know if you can get better at <laughs> <laughs> Like, they, they could do a lot of cool stuff with it. Like, what if you do bring, like, all the Eevee? Like, what if four people bring four different Eevees? Is there, like, a little secret? What if... Four people bring all the Oricorios. Like, like it, they could add so many cool things to that. I, I don't think they would. But yeah. no. if I was like, man, I want to be Pom Pom. And Greg is like, I want to be Sensei. And Hannah is like, I want to be the Hawaii one. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of potential here. But based on the framework of Scarlet and Violet, I, I'm not holding my breath. But maybe it's yep. cool. It's new. It's a new thing. So I it's the, a new thing. The, the, that's a checkbox. It's new. That, we'll just go through the press release and then we'll circle back on what we missed. The power of flight. Legendary Pokemon Coridon and Maridon will gain the power to fly for the first time when trainers take on the Elite Four set by uh, Amaris. Wait, how do we say her name? Emma. Yeah, Amaris. 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 Uh, of the BB League of the Elite Four. While this power is first to be believed to only be temporary... It can apparently be made permanent. I like how the press release says it can. You're the you know, you, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you press release person actually know what can happen. Allowing Coridon and Maridon to fly at any time. But only once players have made it far enough in their adventure, trainers will be able to fly wherever they please with their legendary Pokemon and enjoy a sense of freedom that only an open world can provide. That's cool. Uh, That's a good change. I mean, if we can fly everywhere, not just in the terrarium, but like we can fly everywhere, I'm in. If it's just you can fly in the terrarium and that's it, fine, I guess. It depends on how big the terrarium is, like how much of a benefit that actually is. It sounds like you're going to be able to fly everywhere, and it sounds like you're going to be able to fly over all of the tiny Pokemon that everyone would run into on accident otherwise. 1,000%. This is why I would need to be able to fly everywhere. Here's the thing, though. Here's the, here's the actual secret to this game. Just never fly. People all the time are like, Steve, how do you get so many shinies? Like, you're, you get so many shinies compared... I, I literally just walk everywhere. Like, if it's like, I can fast travel to the auction, or I can spend, like, 60 seconds walking, just walk. Because you'll probably find a shiny along the way. 
Every time you fast travel, you're just skipping 30 Pokemon. Blissfully. <laughs> that's like, that's all. Like, I, I rarely use Herba Mystica in the game. I just like, oh, I need to go to the auction. Eh, it's like a two minute walk. I'll just walk. And then like, I find something along the way. Again, this is another thing they can mess up. I'm curious if they, so they added more settings in the teal mask, uh, like whatever, where you do like autosave and sound options. They added more. I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly how much did they add more though. Um, I hope there's a <laughs> inverse toggle mode, inverted mode for flying. Yeah. Gosh, my biggest fear is there's not, and it's like inverted for which is a monster way to play anything. <laughs> and if like if there's no toggle for inverted, can I just then turn it off? Because I don't, I don't want to invert fly. <laughs> I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just glide. <laughs> if you do it enough, you'll get used to it. Mm-hmm. Did I, when you flew in the wormholes? I know you could turn off motion control. You had to do it. Yeah. You had to do it one time, and then you could go into the settings and turn it off. But that wasn't inverted. And I don't think there was an option to invert it. I, th- I thought it was. Was it inverted? I think it was, and you had to change it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm thinking wrong. I, I, it's, I'm like, look, it's been a very like long time to since I played how that. I flew with my 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I mean, you and had then, to like, do the first one. I, I get like there should be an invert. There should be both. There should be for people who like invert, they should be able to have that on. And for the rest of the sane world, they should have that. <laughs> for pilots, you can keep it on invert because we need you to not mess up how you actually fly planes. Everybody else, it should go to what you expect. Right, right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a, a good fe- I think this is a good feature. I think uh, maybe they should have bumped this one up to the teal mask. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I totally get the. We want you to play our game. We d- this is a very like MMO trope of like it sure is. We want you to l- explore our world before you get to fly over it and then never walk again. So like I get that. That's like a very typical game mechanic of like we're gonna hide the actual flying post game or whatever. I think in a perfect world, maybe you you bump this up to the teal mask because this feature, I think, is a selling point for DLC mm-hmm. of like, oh, I, I don't have yeah. to glide anymore. I can actually fly. And I think it's a, a, a I don't want to say like too little too late, but I think that's like a better like, is there any new mechanics in the teal mask? The color of your Pokedex changes. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I don't know if that's a good sell. I mean, I think it's cool that you can change your Pokedex. I don't know if that's a selling point. Oh, the new camera stuff. The new oh, camera yeah, the stuff. camera stuff. Oh, the, the new stuff. camera stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to tell, you could tell your Pokemon to hold still and stop running around in the background. Yeah. Cease that incessant running. And stay awake. <laughs> And stay awake. We're and taking could, pictures here. They could also dance if you like change the song. We need a good picture for the holiday cards for Grandma. If you could just sit still, or Santa's not bringing you Poco dollars. <laughs> BBQs. Let's talk about some BBQs now. When th- this was the one thing that was on the embargo. 
that I wasn't allowed to talk about was BBQs. To be fair, I, I, I had there's there's two emotions I had. So I'm like sitting in I'm sitting in the Uber in this hour long Uber that Nintendo paid for to get mm-hmm. from JFK to Midtown, and they're like, "Hey, before tomorrow's appointment, make sure you read over the embargo, sign it." And on the embargo, it said, don't talk about BBQs. And that's all it said. And I was like, oh, my gosh. We're getting rid of the garbage sandwich mechanic. <laughs> we're going to be making hot dogs. Hot, we're going yeah. to be grilling burgers. Like, whatever they're doing with the sandwich, they're throwing away. We're doing barbecues now. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's not what that is. That's not what that is. It's Blueberry <laughs> Quest, which, you know, it's, it's a good name. <laughs> it is. The, but... Blueberry is one word. It's BQ. <laughs> There's no space between blue and berry. We don't capitalize they the B in berry for blueberry. Is. Call them BQs. They're BQs. <laughs> They're not BBQs. Life at Blueberry Academy includes extracurricular activities called Blueberry Quest or BBQs for short. BBQs are assigned out to students by the school, and by completing them, you will earn blueberry points or BP a currency used at the academy. You can use I it. love how every game we get a new name for what a BP is. Yeah, Beach yeah. points, bank points. I do like that. I do like that they're very consistent with that. But okay, but they're not consistent because keeping with their schedule should be BP points. <laughs> BP, BBP. BBPs. You can madness. You can you can use BP in places such as the school store or the cafeteria, but that's not all. After joining the League Club, you can use BP to do things like add features to the club room, which, if we remember, you could upgrade the dojo yeah. in the Isle of Armor. Mostly that vending machine. Just the vending machine's all anybody cared about. I. <laughs> you can use BP to do things like add features to the club room or invite other trainers you know to the academy. What's more, you'll be able to take on group quests with friends, uh, which will task you with things for searching for Ditto that has transformed into blocks and hidden themselves around the terrarium. Have fun with your friends as you overcome challenging missions together. So we'll stop there for now. I don't think I have any problems with this. I think this sounds great. I think this is just another new like gameplay loop that they've introduced. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's like an end to the bbqs or if they refresh every day or like how grindy it is like if 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 you could only like earn like 1000 points a day and you need like 2000 points to invite a legendary which we'll get to that are people just gonna like move their clock forward to then do another and then do another probably it kind of feels like when i actually zoomed in and looked at the quests it kind of feels like research tasks in pokemon go yeah, yeah. One of the so if we just look at the quest line here, it says um, there's like a gold one that's worth 600 BP, and it says catch the Pokemon that matches with the hints you were given, and then it says for 20 BP successfully sneak up on one Pokemon and surprise them with a battle, 30 BP terrestrialize your Pokemon and defeat a wild Pokemon, and then 30 BP take a po- photo of a wild Pokemon while it's swimming. So like that's cool, and they have little symbols mm-hmm. like. Here, these are the ones you can battle the photo has like a little picture i don't think anyone listening to the show would be like i don't want like side quests or mini tasks and like this is a cool feature like this is really really cool oh, yeah um especially if you can just grab a bunch and then just do them as you explore the world 
Mm-hmm. I think when you when you have an open world game, there are usually I'm going to use Final Fantasy 14 as an example. You log into the game, and then normally you go, well, what are my daily quests? What are my weekly quests? I'm going to pick those all up. And then without really thinking about them, you just start doing them. They eventually just get yeah. checked off. And then usually near the end of the day or the end of the week, you're like, oh, you're like I'm 75% of the way there on this one. Let me just finish this real quick before I sign off for the day. Good. Seems good. Uh, the The bad thing here would be the economy. Like, how expensive are things like why is this yeah. one 600 and this one 30 and is like the base minimum of inviting jacques to the terrarium like <laughs> a thousand <laughs> so uh that that would be my little worry is the the economy although like i do for for all the the issues in scarlet and violet i do think the economy of that game is relatively good. I think the the way you earn money, the way you earn LP, the cost of things, what raids drop in terms of rewards. I think I think the only thing that was like bad economy was the the Terra shards. But like as a Pokemon player that was like duh. Of course the new thing mm-hmm. was going to be harder to get and of course the DLC would make it easier to get, which it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just their their like cycle. I'm 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 just very like the thing that stands out to me is take a photo of wild Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like the battling stuff all seems like you figured that out. That seems easy for that game to comprehend. The, taking the picture seems like, huh, a little bit out, outside of our norm here. I mean, yeah, they you, did that with the yeah with the quest in in Teal Mask. You did, yeah, you did it. What? Well, oh gosh, I can't remember her name. Uh, the Ursa, the Ursa Luna quest. Mm-hmm. You did it with her, but I felt like in that quest you were you were not in the you were not technically in the open world that was Kitakami. You were in like an instance of it. That's true. Yeah, like I couldn't throw out my Pokemon. I couldn't open my menu. Uh, it's Perrin. Perrin. Yes. Yep. And we haven't actually seen an equivalent uh pearl descendant. For this DLC, which is curious. Yeah, because she's like Adamin based. Yeah. 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 From Legends. The Ditto stuff, also cool, where you'll have to like find the Ditto. Obviously, in everyone remembers Isle of Armor where you had to find the Diglet, which. Yeah, boy, that was fun. <laughs> and then uh, you had to like track down the, tr- the, the, the tracks in. Just a friendly mm-hmm. reminder if you catch Terrakian. Cobalion and Verizian in the Crown Tundra, and then you talk to Sonia. You can then catch a Keldeo. I just want to remind mm-hmm. you all that Keldeo was in that game. <laughs> Keldeo's in the game. So is Reg- Regigigas. Regigigas is also there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little harder to get, though. Cause you got to get the Regis from the, the Dynamax adventure, and then you got to get the got to trade over uh, Regidrago um, or Eliki. They're saying that, like, uh, here's a, I feel I feel like there's like this every trailer up to this point or how they've talked about this game was very battle focused. Here's mm-hmm. the Elite Four. Mm-hmm. Everyone here's double battles. Obviously, something going on with Kieran and Carmine that you got to battle them a lot too because that's what you did in the TLMS. Get to battle them like every four seconds. That's fine. This was like it feels like everything here is like here's a new thing. 
Yeah. Also, you can do it with your friends. Here's another new thing. Yeah. Also, you can do it with your friends. Like, I, I felt like the teal mask didn't have any of that. And again, like, the teal mask was maybe, maybe some things were cut, obviously delayed. This DLC seems very, very, very packed with stuff compared to the teal mask. Yeah. This is definitely the grand finale. Yeah, this this feels like, okay, so we have a year to fill with this game, so we're going to put all the things in, uh, and the big last final thing, which, I mean, is appropriate. Like, I feel like Crown Tundra was like, now you can do Dynamax to the end of time, trying to get all these legendaries, and we'll add things into Dynamax, like Ultra Beasts, etc. Like, I feel like both the philosophies for the second one is now we're going to just give you a ton of stuff to do to keep you in this game until the next one comes along. Like you'll, you can't yell at us for not having something to do. It does seem like there are going to be kind of a ton of things to do after this, but we'll see how long they capture people for. Yeah. I mean, the question is is like, yeah, I have stuff to do, but is it worth doing? That's always the balance that they sometimes sort of leave out. Like Dynamax adventures were worth doing. uh, If you really like shining hunting and shiny hunting legendaries, it was, well worth or just you needed to fill out legendaries that was worth doing but i actually think that even if you didn't need the legends i thought dynamax adventure was fun it yeah like that forced was fun. You, well not for, well it did force you it forced it you to use for, pokemon yeah. you would normally never use yeah and i mean that, a lot of people were turned off by that like the same way as people were turned off by the rental ones in, in all the battle frontiers when you had to go into the rental fights and you couldn't choose you had to like this is the pick pick the one you're starting with and add to your team and swap out. Like a lot of people just like, well, I don't want to learn these. And uh, that's how a lot of people feel about the raids in these games, too. It's just yeah. different parts of the games for different people. But I know a lot of people enjoyed the Dynamax adventures. And I'm really hoping that with the Blueberry quests, with the BBQs, it gives you a big bonus for completing things with other people. Because they were kind of highlighting playing together in co-op with the BBQs. If the BBQs were like, you can only do 10 a day or something. Do you get more? Is like that the way to get more? Is like, oh, you get way more points if you do it with a friend. Or like, I can help my friend to do it and I can get 2,000 a day instead of 1,000 a day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Playing with other people in this game is real rough. It's <laughs> maybe, so much fun. You know, I, I want to say like, rough, maybe though. it's better in the terrarium. When I say, I'm not trying to be I'm trying to be optimistic here. Maybe it's better in the terrarium only because the terrarium is not as big as Paldea. Like I know that for sure. As somebody who's been yeah. in the terrarium already, it's not as big as Paldea. I do think it's maybe the same size, if not a little bit bigger than the teal mask. But the teal mask, I think, is only like one fourth the size of Paldea. It's obviously the teal mask is not bigger than Paldea either. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never had any issues with co-op. Maybe it's just because I've only done co-op with one other person at a time. Other than raids, um, have they have they not been on an invisible mount for you? No, <laughs> that happens a lot. It it all went super smoothly every time I've done co op with a friend. I don't know, but I also had my game in the last week uh, freeze for five minutes every time I went to a loading screen. So mm. these games are different. <laughs> RNG and Pokemon, RNG and <laughs> Good old RNG. You can like share Herba Mystica, right? Like if I'm mm-hmm. if if we if we both wanted to hunt Litwick, 
and you didn't have any Herba Mystica, I'd be like, come on over, Hannah. We'll make put some bananas on. I'll put some strawberries on. Okay, now we both have sparkling power level three. And it, it's just a better gameplay experience for you than to leave my game. Mm-hmm. Because when I did try to shiny hunt with people in my own game, which on paper, that sounds like, oh, this should be fun. Like, what happens if we both see the shiny? Like, who gets to it first kind of thing? You just, because the game is trying to process two people, you just get less spawns. And so, like, when I, and then, uh, gosh forbid, if it rains all of a sudden, and then, and then oh, everything's boy. going. <laughs> so it was like, well, we both want a shiny, and we're both doing each other a disservice because we're both seeing significantly less Pokemon on screen. So it's like, just... Just go back to your own game and pick the same area and walk around and yeah. So uh, maybe this is better. Like maybe the terrarium is better with the co-op stuff. You know, surprisingly, the co-op stuff does work. It's just not optimized. I don't know. Like it, it works. It just isn't. I'm I'm immensely curious if the area zero stuff will still have it so that the other people don't show up unless you trick the game into making everybody appear. Oh, you mean like we start a party outside of Area Zero, but then we walk into Area Zero together? I mean, if you're in Area Zero together uh, and you all go by the same, like, if you're all in the exact same rock and somebody calls a Pokemon over, it will force everybody to appear in everybody's game because the game doesn't know how to target. So it forces it so you can finally see everybody in Area Zero. Still have no clue if that's a bug, if that's a feature, <laughs> if that's how it's supposed to be. But I mean, people are like, oh, <laughs> would, would send me a tweet like, I fixed it. We, we, we're all in one area together and suddenly we all appeared. I'm like, yeah, it's a known way around not seeing everybody in Area Zero, area zero. but it's it doesn't always work and it's really hard to get everybody in the exact same spot for the game to force everybody to appear. It's wild. I think why the teal mask also seems like lackluster in retrospect is because it came out later than it should have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like if, if Scarlet and Violet drops in November and then the teal mask is supposed to come out in June, which is what, should have came out like like there's no there's no denying that the the game based on a Japanese summer festival did not come out during the summer festivals in Japan. <laughs> Six months after it came out, with like here's a little bit more story, here's a couple new features that feels like oh okay that makes sense. And then a full year later, you're getting this bigger package. Yeah, all of that makes sense. Like when, when, even when you compare you know Sun and Moon to Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, they added a lot of stuff. To that game. That's why, like, mm -hmm. I would always tell somebody to get Ultra over regular, unless you sp only buy Pokemon games for the story, which uh, I encourage you to find other video games with other stories that are out there, I promise you. But, like, like... <laughs> this one's I good. mean, of the story, <laughs> Sun and Moon is in the top, but it's not as good as other, area other games that focus on it, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's just, like, if you're spending $40 here, $40 here everything is better in ultra except the story but except for the story everything the story is else is better you're just so many more things to do you get all the ultra wormholes you get uh the the they did their own photo thing in that game too you got you, you got, got the, totem stickers you got the mantine surf you got the zygarde oh. stuff uh you got the battle tree upgrades like there's so much stuff anyways this dlc having all that stuff makes sense 
it just because the teal mask was pushed and now it was what, what like there's not even two months between these two dlcs and you're like well this one has like kind of nothing i mean mm-hmm. it progresses the story but like feature yeah. wise it it really doesn't have that much compared to what were what they showed off here which is not a complaint it's just like the timing is unfortunate and it makes because of the space it makes the one feel even worse than it is yes let's just talk about this real quick before we take a break two more things after you talk with your special coaches a few times, they will offer to trade you a Pokemon. I don't know why they u- word they use coaches because they're gym yeah, leaders. They're gym leaders, but do they come and coach you about something? Like well, that's what it sounds like. But what battling? <laughs> it's, it's a I very mean, this confusing is a battle school. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess they're they're probably coaches here to like help you battle better. I guess. And for some reason, the League of Paldea has their gym leaders coming and helping with the school that's not in Paldea. <laughs> this is a missed chance to be getting some of them Unova people over in as teachers. The Pokemon they trade you will have a ribbon appearing for the first time in the DLC for Scarlet and Violet. It's the partner ribbon. If you if uh, you have a Pokemon wear this ribbon, it will bestow a title containing the original name of the trainer. That was displayed uh, when sending into battle. So the example they show is uh, Iono is there. I'm assuming you're going to have to use BP to invite her like the previous segment said. Uh, she trades you a Magnemite when you send it out in battle. It says, you, uh, it says like, go Iono's Magnemite. Mm-hmm. There was rumors that there was one new ribbon added to this DLC. And obviously the the Pokemon ribbon community that 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 is a thing that exists. I'm part of it. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yep, you sure are. They they were very excited that there would be a new ribbon that they could get. This is not probably what they wanted because <laughs> because <Nope. laughs> it sounds like it's only going to come from like gym leaders. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is neither an actual ribbon. It's a mark, and also, or is it a ribbon? I think it is a ribbon, but like okay. not anything you could. Earn. Yeah, it's not something you can earn. It's not something you can put on a Ribbon Quest Pokemon. Yeah. What's the last... I mean, like, they've definitely had, like, distributions of, like, Maze Piplup or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Or, like, Ash Greninja. But, like, the last time that was, like, in-game that, like, you could go back to and access any time, I think, is N's Pokemon in Black 2, White 2. Yeah. But he never gave them to you. You, like, found them in the wild. You found them in the wild. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when you caught it. It still said it was N's Pokemon, right? It didn't have your OT. Yeah. No, it said it was N's. Yeah, I feel like it. There was an animation it did to signify that it was N's, but it's been so long since I caught his Pokemon that I don't remember at all how that mechanic worked. I oh, I don't know that I ever, other than catching them, I ever used them for anything. The final thing here is throwing styles. If you donate BP to the Blueberry Academy's baseball club. You can change how you throw your Pokeballs. There are many throwing styles to learn for, from. Find it your favorite to spice up battles. The last time this existed was Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, I mm-hmm. think. I don't know if it was in base Sun and Moon, but you would have to talk to the trash, the trash man. <laughs> the trash man. Uh, which was like, was that second island? I thought it was the third. No, third island, third island, because you had to do... Yeah, because it's up around the... It's around the Cantonian fake gym yeah. in that city. Yes. Up on yes, the yes, bluff, yes. and then he's being like, 
my kid's gonna be a garbage hauler just like me and the kid's like yeah oh, i don't wanna yeah well, i'm not sure why they attached the throwing styles to the trash man this one makes a little more sense attaching it to the baseball club <laughs> uh but this is cool now when you watch competitive vgc every weekend you can really discern the difference between the try hard players who just buy the game don't change their outfits don't do anything, just uh, somehow get these Pokemon over into their game uh, versus the people who actually maybe did some of the story. <laughs> As a left-handed person, I am grateful that they have the left-handed throw in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even notice that until you said it. Yeah. So <laughs> Wait, so is everyone... I know a lot of people who are very excited about the uh, left-handed thing. Is it only one left-handed, though? Is everything else just probably right Probably, yeah. 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 Which is unfortunate. I would love to do any of the fancier throws left-handed, but I don't think that's going to be an option. No, that's, you, a, that's a lot of programming You for can awkwardly throw left-handed in, in one way and one way only, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you be left-handed how, in our video game? <laughs> how dare? Do any of the gym leaders throw left-handed? Oh, no. They are right and proper and not. I want to pay attention to that now. The only video game character I know is left-handed is Link in most games. In yeah, most Zelda games. Most Zelda. But that's it. <laughs> My immersion! He was right-handed <laughs> in the one version. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think the throwing style also... V- cool. Like, no complaints here. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think it should just be default in every Pokemon game. But you know what should also be default in every Pokemon game? Changing your outfit. Because I don't want to wear school uniform anymore. Jeez. What? That could that would have been a... Look, that, that's all they need to do in the teal mask. All they need to do in the teal mask would have been like, you can take your outfit off now. I mean, yeah. like, somebody's going to yeah. be like, you can. Like, no. I mean, like, actually have, like, hoodies, shirts, shorts, pants. Not this... Literally anything else. Oh, I have found a Reddit post about left-handed gym leaders. Oh. So apparently Bede in Sword and Shield is left-handed. Oh. Okay. Hassel is apparently left-handed. Nice. In Scarlet and Violet. And then people are like, uh, so Chantal is seen writing with her left hand in Gen 5. Roxy uses a lefty guitar. Uh, Emmett is a lefty. Wait, who's uh, Emmett? And Ingo... Emmett, oh, Ingo and Emmett, 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 Ingo. Ingo. I've never heard Emmett. It's always Ingo and Emmett. <laughs> yeah, Emmett. Uh, apparently, Zinnia uh, at the end of Oris is a lefty. Uh, Ilma and Alola is a lefty. And two of the Requan squads are, apparently. I love oh. this. That's way more than uh, I would have expected. Bede and, Bede and Alistair are wearing their throwing glove in their left hand in Sword, in Sword and Shield. Uh, and both Hassel and Turo throw with their left hands in Scarlet and Violet. Apparently, if, if Reddit is to be trusted, and I have no reason why, the, the, in particular, <laughs> this Reddit post would be a lie. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm going to just write down a bunch of characters to be left-handed. I mean, this person seems to have done their research. Again, this is a YouTube comment. Go, somebody go through and clip all the lefties for Hannah, uh, and then post them. Send them I, to Steve in a DM. Yeah, That's no, I, so much I, work. I, I trust the the in depth. How many upvotes did they get? I don't. 
no. What's the upvote count? All right. I mean, where do you see that? <laughs> Reddit. I stopped using Eight. Reddit a while ago. Eight upvotes? Eight, apparently. Uh, eight people in the world cared about left-handed trainers. I mean, only 12 people looked at the thing, according to this. So <laughs> of the 12 that looked at it, eight of them were like, yeah. Yeah, but, this but, post has something going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the legendary Pokemon returning. So we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you are just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites that your audience can engage with, where you can sell your products, and where you can host all of your content in one place on your own terms. The podcast to this show is hosted on Squarespace, and it has been for a decade. That's why we're doing Squarespace ads, because it's really good, and it's really helpful, and it's really easy to use. You don't need to know any coding to make a website. Squarespace has a fluid engine where you can customize every design detail with dragon and drop-in technology for both desktop and mobile. You can put your merch up there, easily sell custom merch and keep track of your inventory. You can host videos you can have a whole asset library. You can run your own email campaigns. People still use emails and websites. There's powerful blogging tools. There's analytics to see how many people are signing up for your emails, shopping at your store, clicking those podcast links. So if you're looking to build a website, whether that's about photography, your friendship bracelets, your EV raid builds, you can head over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can go to squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of website and domain. Squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. And to celebrate the holidays, we are running a new promotion that will cost you zero dollars. Patreon has introduced a new free membership what I'm doing this year for the holiday is if you head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T and you sign up for any tier, including the free tier, there will be a link later this month that will gather your address and you will get a free holiday Christmas card from the podcast. That's all you got to do. You have to head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T and sign up. Uh, if you want to sign up for the $5 level a month that does get you ad free episodes that does get you bonus episodes if you want to sign up for a higher level you can do that too if you sign up for a yearly membership you do save 15 percent off the entire year and there's a ton of great features but patreon rolled out a free membership uh, so if there are big updates you'll just get those through patreon like hey we're here's a brand new YouTube video or here's something happening in my life or here's a bunch of pictures of my cat those will all appear on the free level. But like I said, if you would like to support the show completely for free and you would like a Christmas card this holiday, uh, patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. There'll be a little purple button that says join for free. You click that button, uh, make a Patreon account if you haven't, but otherwise you'll be able to see all the free posts. Like I said, later this week, I'm recording this on the, the December 10th. You'll probably listen to this on December 11th, but later this week, There'll be a little free post. It'll say, hey, 
click this link to get your Christmas card. It'll ask for your updated address. And then in a week after that, you will get a Christmas card. And yeah, that's something I want to do every year for people who take the five seconds to pull over in their car to make an account. It probably takes more than five seconds. So you know what I'm saying, but <laughs> you can join for free. If you would like to support at the $5 or higher level, you can do that too. Patreon.com slash PKMNCST. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. And we are back from our break. No surprise here. Legendary Pokemon returning in the second half of the DLC. <laughs> Don't worry. Just like Sword and Shield, there will be a third DLC to complete the Pokedex. They'll finally bring Beedrill, the Sword and Shield, that will that will sell copies, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I don't want to talk about how mad I still am. Look, anything could happen, I guess. Maybe there could be a third DLC. I just... How do you how do you position a third DLC when this DLC is like the legends are here now? Like yeah. usually yeah. when they do yeah. legends, it's like they're done. Yeah. yeah, and this is really seeming like the grand finale to the story itself, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, everyone says that Heart Gold Soul Silver and Gold and Silver are great because you get to go to two regions, and this game you get to go to three. So honestly, I think this that, is probably this the is best Pokemon better. game they've ever made. You get to go to Paldea. Kitakami and Unova. Yeah. No one's competing with that. And you can have BBQs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> After completing the main story of the hidden treasure of Area Zero, the Indigo Disc, trainers can meet a curious character named Snacksworth at the what was that character in X and Y? Mr. The Mr. Feelings or whatever? Do you guys remember that dude? The, the O Power Power. The O Power yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just had a really weird name i can't remember what his name it was, was something like that Snacksworth. that it just the his snack the, the the ridiculous name reminded me of the other ridiculous names they've used Snacksworth at the blueberry academy by completing blueberry quest bbqs in the terrarium trainers can earn snacks from Snacksworth that will allow them to encounter certain legendary pokemon throughout the series back in the paldea region he also has uh extensive knowledge about how these pokemon with trainers uh as well as his own tales of encountering them uh mr bonding bonding it was mr bonding that was a heck of a ch name choice oh yeah i mean anybody said anybody said it was doing you get to bond with your pokemon more yeah true and you get to see the origin of Mr. Bonding in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, which is like so weird of all the characters they decided to go back and give a huge origin to. Remember? For no good reason. Like, o why this character? were great, though. They were pretty huh? cool. Yeah, I liked O-Powers. Bring them back. Bring back O-Powers! Get rid Bring of the Bring to Pokemon Go. Bring O-Powers to Pokemon Go, please. Mm. And <laughs> space-time distortions. The real tragedy in Pokemon wasn't the dex cut. No, no, no. It was that no. Looker was cut. No more Looker, Looker has been in a lot. But he has not been in this game or the last game. Now they're all stuck in Masters. They all got sucked into the Ultra Wormhole. That was the last game Looker was in. No, he's in Masters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is he in Pokemon Shuffle? <laughs> the, the good game. That's not a good game. Oh, Shuffle was awesome. What are you talking about? So bad. 
Okay, so there's a, there's a lot to unravel here with the legend stuff. Uh, number one, they they showed not every legend. They did not show G- the Gen Four legends. Well, look, no no one's really like losing any sleep over Mesprit as Elf and Uxie. <laughs> no, no one's How losing any sleep over those. Dare you? Okay, the thing I saw on the internet was here's here's why I brought up like why maybe there will be a third DLC. I don't think so. But the thing that I saw on the internet was they didn't show the Kalos legends. And look, the Kalos people are desperate for anything at this point, right? Like the the area on the map that existed, the giant hole which they said was AZ's fault, Glamora being similar to the Flower Cannon. Name a couple characters that have existed that like every Pokemon game brings up old regions. Like they're 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 grasping for straws at this point. Their new mm-hmm. straw that they're grasping is they didn't show Xerneas, Yvatal, and Zygarde. They also didn't show Mesprit, Azelf, and Uxie, okay? Like <laughs> <laughs> they also didn't show any of the Ultra Beasts. You may have had like the world's smallest case if those were the literally only three Pokemon they didn't show. There was a lot of legends they did not show. Yeah. That being said, they also didn't show Dialga and Palkia, and then they were like, by the way, at the very end, you can now catch a Dialga and Palkia in raids. I also saw a competitive person talk about how broken Xerneas and Yvatal would be in terrestrialization because of their abilities. Mm. Dar- if yeah. you don't know what they do... Dark Aura will increase all dark type attacks on the field by, I think, like 20 or 30%. And then the same for Fairy Aura. We already have a problem with Fluttermane in competitive Pokemon. Can you imagine a terrestrialized Fairy Flutterbane with a Xerneas standing next to her? Yes. Like another 20% This is the universe boost. I want to live in. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my big gay deer that ruins everybody's lives. It's interesting to think about of like, oh, maybe this is actually the reason why they're not here is because they're they they would possibly break. And now somebody could be like, well, Urshifu are already or Incineroar is already worse than Zerdi. Like, maybe. <laughs> sure. Maybe. Sure. But yeah, there there is a lot of legends not show. No clue. If those legends would come back or not. I do want to. Here's the, here's the thing I want to say, too, because I, I l- like a lot of people who listen to the show. I'm chronically online. We're all chronically online. You're listening to a Pokemon podcast. You are probably chronically online. That's fine. That's not an insult. I am, too. I love the Internet. We all do. And so if you read tweets or whatever that may or may not come from sources that just tweet everything possible, you may have saw a tweet that only like 25 Pokemon are returning. You also may have seen somebody who is very good at figure out shiny hunting. Her name is Anubis. Say, there's not a lot. Like, don't trust this tweet. And literally, we have now found out that whether or not there are like 25 Pokemon returning, they could just put any Pokemon in raids. They did. It was Dialga and Palkia. So, like, if your favorite legendary Pokemon, maybe that's Azelf, they could literally just put it into raids. Like, But how... How can you say there's only 25 Pokemon? If we're getting all the starters, there have literally 25 been... legends. Oh, 25 legends. Which okay, there like, is. But we pro- know that's not true because they announced all the legends and all of the starters. That's more than 25. Yeah, yeah. They said like I think the tweet was like, not all the legends are coming back. 
Only oh. 25 exist, which may be true. There's only like 25 spots on the Paldea map because like when you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, Rayquaza appears here and Xerneas is here and Spectrior is here and Kubfu is in the, the bamboo forest. The, 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 there is probably some validity to there's 25 spaces in Paldea where legends are going to appear. But there are also a bunch of legends they didn't show, which mm-hmm. two of them now exist in raids as we are talking about this show. And who's to say Xerneas and Evotel can't come back in raids, right? Especially if they're right. controlling seasons of competitive. If they're saying season, if they're saying regulation E, which, which will allow Metagross, it'll allow Incineroar, that'll last a couple months. And guess what? Xer- they can add Xerneas in regulation H or whatever, right? They could be like, okay, Xerneas is now in raids starting next month in regulation H. You can use Xerneas. Like, they can control what Pokemon go in and out of this game. So, again, the only po- the reason I'm bringing this up is, like, one, right, right off the bat, all the legends are not coming back. But, two, they've already given, they've already shown us how they can bring legends back mm-hmm. through raid events. We're all chronically online. That's fine. Just, just because somebody tweeted something and it got a bunch of retweets doesn't mean that person knows what they're talking about. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> They also aren't going to show everything in a trailer. Like, if they're going to go through every legendary possible, we're going to be there for seven years. It's a teaser trailer. They're going to pick the ones that are going to get people like, oh, hey, I need that or I like that. Like, they're going to go off the top 10 list and make sure they're seen. I mean, yeah, uh, look, there's already a five minute trailer, which is pushing people's attention spans as it is. I man, I actually thought it was like one of their best trailers they've ever done. I thought it was really a great trailer. Yeah. I also want to say, like, when Legends came out, people were like, oh, I can't wait for the DLC. Like, I wonder, they're going to add back Charizard. I think I, I I was like, if there is DLC, they should probably add back Charizard, right? Like, Charizard would sell DLC. And there wasn't paid DLC for Legends, which everyone thought was going to happen. There was a free update. Uh, and I don't want to get in the sem- semantics of, like, what is considered DLC versus what's an update. was like, there was no paid DLC like there was for Sword and Shield and Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. They they did add some stuff, but it was just an update to the game. They could update those legends in Kitakami. There's no reason why Mesprit, Azelf, and Uxie can't like roam Kitakami. Like as far as we know, according to this press release, all the legends they showed: Cobalion, Terrakian, Rayquaza, Spectrier, They're all only in Paldea. So. Mm-hmm. There, uh, what I'm saying is, there's going to be a third DLC. We're going back to Kalos, baby. It's going to be great. No, yeah. what I'm saying is, <laughs> they they could do a Legends style update, have it be free for everyone, and then say like, hey, we're adding some more Legends to Kitakami, or the Ultra Beast will actually be. They didn't show any Ultra yeah. Beast. What if the Ultra Beast were in Kitakami? Like, there are cool things they could do with like a free or a small update. I don't know what that looks like, right? Like, I don't, you know, again, everyone thought we were going to get paid DLC for Legends, and on Pokemon Day, they were just like, here's a free update that adds, like, the smallest story in the entire world, and, like, you can now, like, find a wild Zoroark in Outbreaks. Like, (laughs) it was pretty tiny. Yeah. Not that I'm complaining, because it was free. If it was, like, five bucks, I don't think that would have been worth it. But also, if they were like, hey, if you, you want Mesprit, Azelf, and Uxie for $5, I'd be like, mm, I'd rather have the $5. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good. 
<laughs> I mean, we just don't know what else they're going to add to raids. We don't know what they're going to add to the other parts of the game. Like, Yeah, they clearly want to keep this alive as a game. They're going to keep doing raids. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, they, they, they clearly like raids. I For the mechanic thing of Snacks Worth, this is the thing that I'm like worried about mm -hmm. because you can get every legend from gen 1 to gen 4 in bdsp right if you want that as of uxian mesprit yeah i got news for you they're in that game but the problem that i had personally is i thought it was a bad way to get legends i think the hallway similar simulator that was bdsp was not particularly great and that's why i'm a little bit worried about the synchro thing or whatever because like when i say like what is this for I think of the same way as the underground. It's like, what is the underground for? Like, to get sunstones, to get moonstones, to get, like... It's not a particularly fun way to get those stones when, like, in every other Pokemon game, I could just walk into a store and buy them. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think it's fun to, like, run, like, crack a hole in the wall to get, like, a Firestone to finally evolve, like, my only fire Pokemon in the game. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I think if... Gosh, I can't remember. The underground minigame had actual items that you would want like i don't know experience candy xl candy you would want to do that more but then the other thing that they like they put the legendary shards or whatever in the walls and so you went out that when you went down there and you're like oh, am i gonna get a legendary shard nope i'm just gonna get another firestone cool like i have 40 firestones and i can summon one legendary pokemon and then going to the park to just turn that on yeah didn't feel great no. i never did it i don't think i ever found enough legendary because you were always finding firestones to do it and i was like i <laughs> am so over this game by the time i got to the end game i was so done with that game and then it's like here's extra steps i'm like no if bdsp <laughs> no, accomplishes the one thing that it set out to do, which was to be an incredibly grindy Pokemon game. Everything mm -hmm. about that game from leveling up to getting items to like training your Pokemon to like getting everything in that game was a grind. And if that was what like that's how they should have advertised it, honestly, if they would have been like, hey, do you miss old Pokemon game games where you had to spend 40 hours to level up? Here we go. You get to do it. Again. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. I, I don't want to spend 40 hours level up. I want to spend, I want to do like three seven star raids with friends and then boom, I got two level 100 Pokemon from that like 15 minutes I spent. Like that's, that's what I want. I don't need every Pokemon game to be the same. Like I don't need ultra wormholes to come back. I like ultra wormholes, thought they were super fun. I, I don't need Dynamax Adventure to come back. Love Dynamax Adventure, thought it was fun. Like continue to innovate, continue to give me new mm -hmm. ways to get Pokemon. Cool with that. I don't know if just like giving Snackworth like BP or whatever you're supposed to give him and then like going to a location and finding it like is more interesting or more fun than like Dynamax Adventure. Maybe some people will be like, oh, I hate Dynamax Adventure. Just give me the legendary. Cool. Yeah. I, I get that. Um, I'm just curious of like what is involved here. That isn't like you're going to do the same thing 25 times. And just you just have to have enough materials for 25 encounters, assuming that. There's 25 encounters. We're just. <laughs> I didn't count exactly how many legendary showed up in that trailer. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot is hanging on how interesting BBQs actually are, how varied they are, how quick they 
can go, how quickly you can save up to encounter a single legendary. Yep. Here's a question for the two of you. You're invited to a BBQ. What are you bringing? Sprite. <laughs> Berries? I don't know. Oh, I think I th for me, if, if I was to like, if they were like, you need to bring food, I would probably bring macaroni. Okay. But I feel like that's what everyone brings. Like macaroni and cheese yeah, or yeah, like yeah, a macaroni yeah. salad? <laughs> no, just the noodles. <laughs> Uncooked. No, yeah, macaroni I and cheese. But how are you keeping that warm? You bring a you bring in a crock pot. Okay. You just bring so the, the barbecues in somebody's backyard. Yeah, they have and to not have like outlets, a park, right? I'm, I'm not putting those restrictions on or off this. You bring in a crock pot. They sell Pokemon crock pot over at Box Lunch if you're interested. Box Lunch, not sponsored. Put it, not put it in there. Watch the sticker that they slapped on that poor crock pot peel off after two uses. Just a side note, every single YouTuber in the universe is going to make a YouTube video as fast as possible of all locations of all these legendary Pokemon. I'm just Oh, 100%. I got you. I'll make a text list so you don't have to watch any of them. <laughs> I'll just... Here it is on the map. I'm just going to go to... Which, who always... IGN always has bizarro lists like that, but two seconds after the game is launched. I don't know how these people... Oh, I, I guess I do know how these people... Well, usually with a... There was a way to get Scarlet and Violet very early if you went to a Mon Pa store. I don't think there's any way... There's no way to get this DLC early. It's it's restricted, so... It'll be a big raid. That was... I only say that because I remember when the Isle of Armor came out and every YouTube... Like, even if you weren't a YouTuber, your like, <laughs> default was like, I need to make a video on every Diglett location... Like that was that was like the go to like there are <laughs> like makeup bloggers out there like oh I gotta do the Diglett thing everyone else is doing it. <laughs> I still have never finished finding all the Diglets. Then you never got the six IV perfect Diglett. I didn't, and you know what? My life is fine. You know, I'm good. Maybe that's why it took you so long to get a job, Greg, because you didn't have on your LinkedIn profile. I got all the diglets. That's uh, what an employer look, is looking for. I had a lot on my I had a lot on my resume and on my LinkedIn. <laughs> and I will note, listener, when I was looking around and making connections, I happened to look at one Steve Surumi's LinkedIn profile and I immediately got a message. Why are you looking at my LinkedIn profile? <laughs> all accusatory. <laughs> like I'm sorry. I spend my life on this dumb social media site now looking around. I take one peek to see if there's connections I can snipe and I get a nasty gram two nasty. minutes after. For whatever reason, when you looked at my profile, LinkedIn decided to email me that you looked at my profile. <laughs> That's the only reason I knew. Is they emailed me. They were like, Greg Leatherman is looking at your profile. And I was like, what? <laughs> then I, I doing a natural thing, naturally looking to see what connections I might be able to find because it's the only way you can find a job. And I get, I get a hate mail <laughs> from my supposed <laughs> friend and co-host. And I, FYI, listeners, he doesn't have a single shiny listed in there anywhere. It's I true. have it's, looked. It's, don't, None don't of it's spoil a, he's lying. He's been lying for years. Don't spoil the illusion of my LinkedIn. Um, 
Uh, we we are we already talked about this. They put Dialga and Palkia into five star raids. They are not seven star raids. Um, I I people are struggling with this, and I know there are probably people listening to this being like, "It was easy for me." Not everyone is good at raids. It's fine. I've, I've accepted fine. this. The, the like the the funniest thing is like when I go to my Twitter, my YouTube comments. It's always like. This was the easiest raid ever, and then the comment below that was like, I can't, <laughs> "This is the I can't hardest raid ever." So, like, I made a video about that. That's on that's on YouTube. If you're struggling, I, I made a video about what Pokemon you can use. You probably already have a Pokemon that you can just use. You just have to literally change two moves. So, I I did a YouTube video for that. Uh, they did five star raids instead of seven star. Just a fun fact. Uh, there's a lot of fun facts this episode. A five-star raid is level 75. A six-star raid is level 90, which is deceiving because when you catch it, it's not level 90. But when you're battling it, it is. They just don't tell you raid levels at all, which, you know, might be helpful to the average Pokemon player. But they yeah. don't tell you raid levels. Level five is 75. Level six is 90. A level seven is 100. They have really good... Like, if these were level 100... They have really good movesets and really good coverage. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, the only thing that's really, quote-unquote, making them easy is you're bringing a level 100 and they're level 75, right? Like, yeah. like if they, if, if they were sh- stronger level-wise, they could do more damage and potentially put pressure on. But uh, I don't have a problem with this. I think that's fine of, like, they just want you to catch a Dialga and a Palkia and... I think Palkia is in Violet and Dialga is in Scarlet. So in order to get both, you'll have to connect to the internet and join somebody else's, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is not the last time they'll put two legendaries in separate games and you'll have to do a raid battle for them. I'm probably gonna, probably safe to say. <laughs> My toughest part of these raids was actually getting into one. Yeah. I, at one point, I'm pretty sure I was just clicking join for 15 solid minutes before I could get into a raid, which I was like, y'all better know what you're doing, because I just waited 15 minutes to get into this raid. And if you mess this up. I, 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 I'm glad you said that, because just based off one statistic, so take it, take this for what it's worth. My Dialga and Palkia video has done almost triple the amount of views as my 7-star Eevee video, and that was out well before the 7-star Eevee raid. I just think that people love legendary Pokemon, and they're significantly more interested in Dialga and Palkia, regardless of how hard or easy they are, compared to... And just based off, like, YouTube views alone, Greninja, up like, Greninja, the best 7-star that wasn't a legendary and then obviously Mewtwo like Mewtwo by far better than but also people were like I legit need help for Mewtwo <laughs> but I, I just think like the reason you probably struggled is because so many people just were like I want I want legendary Pokemon mm-hmm. which is not surprising in the marketing no. scheme of things of like we're gonna put legendary Pokemon in DLC and then you're gonna spend $30 to get DLC because you want also they did this with starter Pokemon like it's <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to get them in luxury balls. I was like, I'm gonna go get these things for like my eight millionth time, so I can have them for sure in luxury balls. That is my only end goal here. 
people like legendary Pokemon. Um, they also announced another. They, they, <laughs> Pokemon was like, "Hey, you got stuff to do this weekend? No, you don't. You're gonna be playing Pokemon <laughs> this weekend." They also announced a new mass outbreak event. This is the third mass outbreak they've done, but instead of boosting the Mark chance, they have boosted the Shiny chance, which is one year later. Te- te- technically our first shiny event i mean you could maybe say gimme ghoul <laughs> that was mostly disappointing yeah they to celebrate the indigo disc mass outbreak event they're featuring different pokemon in the paldea region land of kitakami and terrarium at the blueberry academy it seems shiny pokemon are more likely to appear in these mass mass outbreaks uh paldea will feature flabebe all five uh, the flowers do rotate every day. They they do show up on the map as the, the proper color. Uh, Kitakami will feature Litwick. And the Blueberry Academy, which you cannot access right now as of listening to this episode. Go wait till the 14th. Uh, we'll have Milsuri. Uh, we have no clue how to evolve Milsuri yet. Well, I'm assuming you can spin in the game, but um, uh, the, the items, <laughs> we don't know how to get those yet. Mm. <laughs> Anubis said that it was a 0.5% chance to be shiny. So that's a 1 in 200 chance. The game is really weird in how that works. So when you first encounter the Pokemon, that's the 1 in 200. If it fails to be shiny, then it will roll your normal stuff. So that's why I posted a graphic about this. That's why when you see it, it doesn't say 1 in 200. It says like 1 in 191 because you have to like do the first roll, and then the second roll, they're like, they don't st- stack together. There's, it's just two rolls. Um, but I guess technically that's how shiny hunting works anyways. Like a shiny charm is plus two. Like it's just rolling it twice. It's, it's fine. It's fine. And what this means is it's just relatively easier to get a shiny Pokemon. So if you want Litwick, you'll have to catch three of them if you want the whole line. They do have Memento. Um, so you can bring a Pokemon that, you should bring a Pokemon that has Taunt. Uh, but you could just bring Golden Go because you can't Memento. Good as gold. Uh, and Litwick's catch rate is 35. So if you want to do absolutely no work and you want to be lazy like me, just bring Golden Go and just chuck Pokeballs at it. Its catch rate is super good. <laughs> can't do anything else. Although it should be 100% with a quick ball. But again, if you want not a quick ball, Golden Go or a Taunter is your best bet on that. A Flabebe, there's five versions of it. The white is the rare one. Uh, so if you want the whole line, you would need 15 Flabebe. And then Milsuri. Oh boy, Milsuri is complicated. There's... <laughs> there's... Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. I believe there are seven different types of sweets. But there's nine mm-hmm. different Milseries. So mm-hmm. those two together are 63 Milseries total. Which... I'm very proud that I have all of them. That was one of my big tasks. My big tasks in Sword and Shield was to get all of them. How the shiny works is weird. The shiny is always black, no matter what flavor you have. So if you have like strawberry swirl or caramel swirl or rainbow sherbet, it's always going to be black. The only difference is the sweet. So technically, there are seven shiny milsery because there are seven sweets. So in total, there are 70 milseries. Because 63 are non-shiny and then 7 are shiny. But they're, but they still would, like the shiny still would be a the flavor you 
decided to mix. So you could have like a strawberry sweet shiny milsery and then a like caramel strawberry shiny milsery, but they would they would literally be the same. The only way you would know they would be different would be Pokemon Home on the mobile version because the Switch version wouldn't tell you they're different. I guess if you're a completionist, you would get 63 shinies, but you you wouldn't be able to tell ever. <laughs> the only thing that you can see is different is the sweet, and there's only seven sweets. I don't know. Keep d- d- You do you in that instance. If you want to get six, I, I would be impressed. Yeah, uh, so 63 milsery plus the seven shiny, if you want to do that when the DLC comes out, which I think is both like cool and also bad at the same time. I'm gonna, like, I want to get the milsery, but I want to do the DLC. You're only giving me yeah. a week for the milsery. I don't know. It's fine. It's cool that they, they did a shiny event. It's cool that all three areas have different Pokemon that you can get. I think this is a really... Th- this, if anything, is a, a compelling selling point of getting the DLC is like these events. I don't know. It's always like... You always like hear people talk about how there's no post-game in Scarlet and Violet. And I can kind of see what they're saying. But like, if you don't like shiny hunting and you don't like battling and you finish catching all the Pokemon, what what else do you want? A battle tower? I guess it's like more battling. But also, speaking of battle tower, they didn't show a battle tower here. This, nope. this one, it's a battle bush. <laughs> so I don't know if there is a battle tower. Usually they, they talk about that. I remember very distinctively them talking about the battle tree in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And... I can confirm there are no towers in the dome. As somebody who has explored the dome, there's no secret <laughs> hidden towers that they're not showing you in the in the previous. It was in the basement. Yeah. Ooh, the battle subway. The battle <gasps> subway. Oh, and then the subway under the dome takes you back to Unova because it goes under the water. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Just where does like Kalos come channel. in, Greg? I know we take the battle subway, <laughs> too. Where, okay. Do you not know of the English underground channel that connects... England and France uh-huh. by a giant underwater tunnel. So, of course, the Blueberry Academy is on top of that, and it takes you down to that tunnel so you can go south to France or north to England, which means you go south to Kalos or north to Galar, whatever directions they are. Like, I don't know. There's a tunnel. Okay. The Blueberry got it. Academy is Unova. Okay. They're all in her. They're all, they're all twined together, <laughs> Hannah. Come on. Catch up. Catch up. <laughs> the network of trains underwater is is vast and far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I I like you. You have shiny hunting. You have battles. You have seven star raids. Uh, I don't. I I feel like besides like a battle tower, you don't have contests. Like I don't. What 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 people want in a post game? I don't know. If you're watching on YouTube and you're upset about the the post game stuff, what what do you want? Yeah. I, I assume the most popular answer would be like Battle Frontier, but or or something of the sort. But I don't know. That never. I don't know. I, I guess I guess for me, I just never got a thrill out of battling NPCs. Like even when I went through the the stuff for Sword and Shield or for Sun and Moon, I was just like, I mean, this is the battle focused school, and we know they have a huge uh area for battling so there's still very possibly something there yeah yeah where yeah. there are hard battles that you can just keep doing yeah i don't know if you'll be able to rebattle the elite four if they'll be stronger a second time or if you'll be able to battle hassle and i don't remember the little girl's name <laughs> i don't want to remember her name 
Poppy? Poppy, I think it yeah. is. Poppy. Yeah, it is. Like, don't know if you can battle her again. Um, no clue what the ba- battle stuff would be, but I, I've i said it before, I'll say it again. I like that they do the mass outbreaks now. I like that they do the raid events. They did two distributions. You can download a uh, Dar Cry mystery gift. And then for some reason, they were like shiny Lucario and they made special art for it. Not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Some people have speculated that it was because of Paldea wins. I didn't. I, I'm waiting till that season is done till I watch it. Uh, you haven't watched this who's in snow, so don't even lie to people. I watched uh, Path to the Peak. I like that. Path to the Peak was really good. Yeah, that is good. But That's so cool. is Hisui in snow. Yeah, three episodes is a lot. They also announced <laughs> that you'll be able to get a Master Ball. Uh, Master Ball is not available yet. Uh, it will be available on the 14th when the DLC comes out. Uh, you, there will be no code for it. Uh, you'll, ju- you'll just have to go to um, connect via internet, and then uh, you should be able to get the Master Ball as well. Um, and then I think the final bit of news is uh, they showed a tree. They showed a, yeah. a, a crystal tunnel. A big sparkly tree. They showed a crystal tr- tunnel and a big sparkling tree. And it gave me big uh, Ultra City vibes. Do you remember when they showed Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and they showed the Ultra Pop, pop Ultra, the Ultra Town with the tower that you climb? And at the very top of the tower is Necrozma, right? That's where mm-hmm. you fight the like level 70 Necrozma. And a lot of people lost to it because they were like, why is this random Necrozma so high level compared to everything else we've done? But in that, do you guys remember? It was just a hallway. That's all it was. Yeah. But b- yeah. before it came out, people were like, oh, like a brand new area. To- There's nothing to explore. <laughs> There's yeah, no that's... actual city. It was just a hallway. Um, I'm very worried that the tree in the tunnel is just that. Like, it's just a tunnel that opens up in Area Zero. You walk down at the trees at the end, and that's like the final battle. <laughs> like, it I don't seems know, like I- it may be a little bit more than just one battle, but sure. it might be that. <laughs> I just don't know if there'd be like a whole nother floor of area zero to explore. Mm. The only thing that makes me think that there might be is the background with no wait, because Joltik is in a be in blueberry. Never mind. No, nope, yeah, Joltik's in the blueberry cave. Yeah. Yeah. The the fake charge stone cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, it's probably just gonna be a hallway. But it's gonna be some real cool storylines. It'd be a really cute hallway. Yeah, maybe you can get some good selfies in the hallway. Or maybe maybe you can't maybe it's just like a cutscene hallway. Maybe you can't actually run down the hallway yourself. I don't know. <laughs> and if it counts as inside in any way, you can't even use the camera. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you not use the camera in Area 0? Uh, you can in Area 0, but not when you're inside buildings. Oh, so okay, if okay. they for some reason count the hallway as an inside area. Because you are going down below any part of Area Zero you've been into before, going deeper than any explorers have ever been. Mm-hmm. Below, uh, the basement. The Zero Lab. Yeah. It, there's a secret compartment that you didn't see before. <laughs> sure. I have theories. <laughs> I have theories. <laughs> There's a there trap is a door. door. There is a door. <laughs> they did show starters in the trailer. Um, I said this in my YouTube preview. There were no starters in the wild when I played. 
Uh, I do think starters are good candidates for mass outbreaks, but I, I'm curious of how much of the starter stuff is tied to like BBQs. Yeah, mm. BBQs, yeah. or maybe it could be tied to the running around as a Pokemon thing in some way. <laughs> Run around as a Squirtle to get more Squirtle. <laughs> the, the starters are rare because they only show up for other Pokemon and they go and hide when people are running around, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. But um, can you catch other Pokemon when you are as a... I don't think so. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. Questions. Questions and questions. I, th- I, think that's, I think that's everything for what they showed um, mm-hmm. without going too deep into the story. But I'm sure there are people that are frantically trying to finish the Teal Mask this week. So I'll let you experience that on your own. I will say, well, say it again. You have to finish the teal mask to progress the story. So, yep. um, and you have to finish the main game. You have to finish yeah. both the main game. You have to get to credits, and you have to finish teal mask. You have to meet to Ed get Sheeran. to Blueberry. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming if you're listening to a Pokemon podcast, you've at least done that part. Um, but if if the starter stuff, if the legendary stuff, if any of this stuff is really appealing to you, you got a week. You got less than a week, honestly. Um, to finish uh the teal and like you can power through the teal mass story pretty quickly the paldea story is very long <laughs> as somebody who's done the paldea story three and a half times i don't think it's bad and i think the first time i did it i felt so whirlwindy like there's so much to do you're going everywhere you're seeing new pokemon you're seeing new characters it felt like it just flew by Oh, the second time you go through that, you're like, this is a lot. Like eight gym it leaders. It does take a while. Five, five <laughs> totem things, five team star. It's big. And that's <laughs> not, not a complaint. It's for that's... a replay. It's really good for a main, main first play. The first time you're going through it, there's a lot there. But in a replay, it is big. I'm excited for the DLC. Uh, it comes out maybe Wednesday night in the U.S., Thursday for everyone, they say, but when they say everyone, they mean Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that being said, I will be streaming it on Twitch. Uh, I, w- regardless of if it comes out Wednesday morning or Wednesday night, because Japan has time zones, uh, I will still be starting on Thursday at around noon central time. And I'll be streaming the DLC. That way, if it does come out on Wednesday night, you guys can play it and then come to my stream and then yep. be like i'm three hours ahead of you and be like perfect i'm gonna catch milsery for the next four hours so continue <laughs> to be ahead of me so i know people want to watch stuff but they also don't want to be spoiled so that's why like it doesn't matter if it comes out on wednesday night i'll be starting on th- at thursday at 12 o'clock unless for some reason it comes out at a weird time who knows yeah <laughs> who knows but that's uh that's the plan going forward I ain't got anything else. You guys got anything before we wrap up? Uh, quick unite thing. Uh, Miascarada can be gotten for free. Uh, you do have to do a bunch of win games with X type of character. I have tested this. You can do that in the solo challenge, seemingly on any level, and it counts. So if you just want to collect your pedals, just do the solo challenge. Go on like intermediate. They're easy. It's, it's just a bot 
match. The only issue is they are really extending out how to get enough pedals to get the license for free. I completed everything and I don't get the next set of tasks for another three days. So there is one where you have to log in consecutive days. But if you want to wait until next week when more of the things are available so you get more of them done, you can do that. Uh, but yeah, I have confirmed that you can win games in the Sodal Challenge and it does count as completions for the Masquerada license game uh, to get the light, get the license for free. Uh, Masquerada, fine, not not game breaking not, What's its, not uh, stellar unite ability it has a very strange unite ability in the fact that you point in a direction it's kind of like cramorants okay. where it's got a big whirlwind of leaves around it and so miascarta walks very slowly in whatever direction you've pointed you can eject button forward to make it to catch people if they start running away um but you are just on this sort of slow path and everybody who's in it gets caught. So, um, and it's damaging it's not, it's them fine. or it's pulling them in? It's damaging them. Oh, okay. But it doesn't pull them in. I think it technically also slows them a little. But again, it's the same problem where people just eject out. There's so many ways to get out of things. But eject button does work. So if they eject out, you can eject forward while it's still going um, and get them. So you put uh, her, what if you put her on a Lapras? I have not seen anybody do that yet. The problem is, is that she walks while doing the Unite. So I do think you would walk off Lapras mm. uh, and and fall behind. Um, I haven't seen anybody do it uh, recently. No, there's not been a lot of fun people on the back of Lapras in, in any of my games recently. Uh, oh, another weird thing they changed. You can't drop ranks anymore, it seemingly. So if you get to Ultra, even if you fail in Ultra 5, you are in Ultra seemingly permanently. What? So you can't drop down to Veteran. I, I haven't seen it like listed in any of their stuff, but everybody who's been playing the game is like, once I've gotten to Ultra and I've dropped, should have dropped back into Veteran, I've stayed in Ultra hmm. class like you used to in, in Masters. This is both a blessing and a curse because <laughs> there are people that should be dropping lower who are stuck in ultra. So ultra matches get real dicey sometimes um, because you just aren't filtering out people who who probably should be lower. Um, I think overall it is a better experience because it's super frustrating to be forced down into veteran and then fight your all the way back up to ultra then all the way back up. Overall, I think it's a positive change, but yeah. Just be aware that some of your low level ultra matches get real dicey. <laughs> there's some real there's some real people who just do not know what they're doing right now. Uh that's the same with anything. I hit masters today pretty quick. It's probably the fastest I've gotten to masters uh in the game. So I think the game's a good place. Uh if you want to know what the most OP character is right now, Mimikyu. Mimikyu is by far way overpowered. Uh, play rough is just a nightmare to deal with. Um, but yeah, it, it's if you want to just get Miascarada, go ahead and do the solo queue stuff. And the solo queue stuff is fun. I mean, it's just bot. It's just a bot match against Cynthia. Cynthia. 
Cynthia is the is the leader. And if you do all the all of the solo stuff, you get Cynthia's outfit. They brought it back this time. So you can dress yourself up like Cynthia if you want. Awesome. Hannah, you got anything? Nope. I'm all good. All right. Just highly anticipating. <laughs> yeah. I it took Friday off. I'll be playing it on Friday, so don't talk to me about it. I'm playing it on Friday. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll be we will be back next week. Um, I'm assuming they'll for for those that play slowly, like myself. Debatable. There'll probably be no story stuff next week, uh, because I'm sure people will be catching mysteries or becoming a cramorant or becoming you know a Regigigas. Actually, I don't think Regigigas is allowed in the game. Uh, but become whatever Pokemon you want to be. Be whatever Pokemon you want to be. Be that Aracudo if you want. No one wants mm-hmm. to be that Aracudo, but you could. You could be that Aracudo. That could be you. You could be the first person in the world that transforms into an Aracudo. Think about it. We'll be back next week. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, <laughs> and we are. Super effective. Super. It's Aracuda. There's an A. <laughs> effective. So has somebody remade the Barracuda song with Aracuda? Like some geeky musician has had to have done that, right? It's just, it's right there. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of this episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, Yarny, Tony, Stuart, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Josh, Jessica, Fumes, Chris, and Brady. And a huge shout out to our executive producer, Spencer. If you too would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash pkmncast to sign up and support the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you next episode.